And we are joined online by Clement Chauke, life coach and co-parenting, which can be quite a daunting task. But you know what? There are always means and ways to get these things done. Warm welcome to Morning Bliss, co-parenting. Now, it's always much easier when, you know, the two parents are on the same page or they're getting along. But we do find ourselves in a situation sometimes when the two of you are not in agreement and one most probably feels I need to raise my child this way and the other one says I need to raise my child that way. Now, let's unpack the aim to be flexible. How do you get to that point of being flexible? Um, th- th- thanks for, for that question. So before we can even answer that question, I, I'd like us to start here. Ne? Mm-hmm. First thing first, um, nobody um, applies to get to that stage where we we co-parent. Like, I, I live at, at, at my place, you stay at your place. And what I want us to, to understand before we can even break, break this into, into detail step by step is whenever we reach that stage where both parents have to um, co-parent their child, in most cases what happens is we find ourselves there because we, we broke up. If we were dating, then we break up. Uh, sometimes this breakup happens during um, the period of pregnancy or it happens after pregnancy. So when two people break up, even if it's, a, it's, a, it's the issue of divorce, what we need to understand is the, the waters are still hot, meaning that two people are not in good terms with one another. And then when they're not good terms with each other, a lot of things they get blown out of proportion. There's an um, African proverb that says, when two elephants fight, it is the grass that suffers the most. So when two elephants fight, um, co-parenting in most cases, it doesn't become easy. And then the grass that suffers the most in this instance, it becomes um, their children. So when we unpack now the, the getting the balance right when it comes to co-parenting, one of the things you need to understand is we are not saying the, the, the legalistic approach to doing this thing. It's the things that will be touching uh, on. Basically what we are saying here, these are the things that you need to expect as you will be co-parenting. And these are the things that whenever your partner or your ex does them, um, don't be shocked and be like, they're taking a ride on me. They're not being fair. So have an open mind to say, these are the things that I need to expect along the way. And when they pop up, this is what I, I need to do. So as you, you've asked, uh, point number one that we'll be looking at is, when we co-parent, we need to aim to, to be flexible. 
aiming to be flexible basically what we mean about that is uh, there are times whenever we we are doing this thing in most cases you will find that um you feel inconvenienced uh me and my ex-wife we we co-parent together um there are times when you find that when i pick up my daughter um we agree let's say maybe i pick i pick her up on on a friday and then we agreed that on maybe sunday i'll bring my my daughter back to uh, the primary residence which is where she stays with her mother and if we can agree that I'll, I'll drop her, let's say, around 3 p.m., and then it happens that she starts to have some emergencies which prevent her um, to get her at 3 p.m., and it also leads to maybe, let's say, I bring my daughter on Monday. Um, such things, they, they do happen. So when you co-parent, always expect that things won't always go according to your imagined rule book always create a room to be inconvenienced and then in in the process become flexible in that regard mm. and then it's quite difficult sometimes you know uh, one parent can 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 be very can be spoiling and then the one parent can be very strict and 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 orderly how do you then navigate around you know the differences in upbringing yeah, so you need to to try to accept different parenting styles, especially when um, you are co-parenting because there's a there's a way in which one parent expected that this is how things should be whenever I raise my child, and then the other parent is like, this is how things should be. So that is where um, in most cases we say compromise needs to to come in um for for example with me when it comes to to my child i'm one person i don't i don't have it yet in me to delay gratification but with her mother already she has it in her that i need to delay gratification and then if at this stage of my life i don't delay gratification that's my parenting style at this stage. I can make an example. Um, recently, there's a, there, my, my daughter was crying that I should get her some toy. And then I made sure that in less than an hour, I go to a shop, buy that toy, just to make sure that she's happy. But with her mother, it's a different story. That thing of, you are crying. You will cry and then you will be quiet. With me, uh-uh. I don't, I don't feel good when, when that happens. So if her mother says, we delay gratification, that doesn't make her a bad parent. And then the same applies with me. If I don't, um, if, if I don't delay gratification, that as well doesn't make me a bad parent. Both of us, we have different world outlook and then we need to, find a way to marry the the two together uh, try to accept in the process different parenting styles because if you don't do that you will also find yourselves as parents fighting again and again because in our minds we tend to think that 
we are always better than the other and whatever that we do uh, outshines of the other part. Yeah. So, for instance, let's say you're talking about, you know, when you're exes, like you, the mm. mom, the mom looks after the child and mm. maybe the dad has been absent for a while and the child now is more aware or conscious of mom or dad. Now maybe they're five, they're seven. They can understand. And dad wants to come back in. Or it could be the other way around. Now dad wants to play a role. But when dad comes to play a role, because he has not been there 24-7, he comes with, a, you know, the catching catch-up skills. And the catch-up skills uh. is you give, you give, you give, you give. There are no boundaries. And the child, uh, uh. And, and, and whenever the child goes to their dad, because you'd want your child to go to the dad, they go to the, dad, to the dad. Whenever they come back, you have a problem every time. How then do you, do you solve that problem? Um, sparing a rod today, we don't, we don't spare a rod because of, um, as parents in South Africa, we woke up one morning and said, we are going to spare a rod. We spare a rod because uh, according to the law, um, that thing has been phased out. So here we are also dealing about the issue of what does the, the law say? Um, it goes beyond the desire of, of both parents. So we need to look at it from a legal perspective to say, according to the law, um, this is not allowed. So um, how do we then, like you were saying, you come from an upbringing, a background where your parents were so strict. Um, this is how they they will punish you if you don't do things the right way. So you look at the modern day era. How can you punish your child in order that they may um, be disciplined, um, come back to their senses and do things that you expect them to do in return? we need to study the times that we are living in. I think one of the most painful things today for our kids, if they have smart devices, just make sure that they don't get access to internet. That, that on its own, it's punishment enough. And access to TV, access to other things which are a part and puzzle of what we call today second nature of our kids. Make sure that you, you temper with those things and that on its own, it will become punishment enough. It will be quite interesting to know. Um, I, I just I want to take it out there. If you're listening, if you're driving, if you're a parent, if you're a single parent, um, just to also just share your views, your opinions. You can always send us a voice note, uh, 0614104107, because we are trying to help each other raise our children. And like I was saying earlier on, times are... Times have changed and we all struggle in some way. Now, Clement, I hear you when you say take away gadgets. Our kids are so clever these days and they can be so manipulative. So you'd find that maybe I have a daughter. She knows the, she knows the drill that if, if I am out of order, uh, mom is going to take away my, 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 you know, my luxuries which is maybe the phone, the iPad or maybe uh, TV time, whatever it is. And, 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 and they manipulate it to a level where if they know that, okay, fine, if she's going to take it away, she'll take it for a day or two, I think I can manage. Because then the, mm -hmm. whole, the whole purpose then of, of, of discipline just disintegrates.
and mm. I, I then just I get really stuck and I'm speaking from you know observation experience as well where they just look mm. at you like okay fine take away the gadget uh, I, I will survive for two days or five days, whatever it is, and I'll be back again. How do? Yeah, I, 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 I do get what what you are saying. Hence, earlier, what I said is there are there are many things in in their world that you can um, temper with to make sure that the the message of punishment goes through. Um, it is not only gadgets. If your child is a, a teenager, one of the things is um, they they constantly want money, and money we know it gives them access to to stuff. So if they're at their teen teenage stage, it's that thing of give me money, I want to buy this. Give me money, I want to go for movies give me money, I want to do. So a lot of things that they do, you find that at that stage, it revolves around money. So giving them not money again, they are, they are um, a pocket money or whatever that it can be, tempers also with their, the movement of their world. So that on its own, it can also be used as form of punishment. And one thing I've learned about teenagers, once you break that routine of giving them money, it also, you know, messes them up. So it sends a signal of saying, I'm punishing you because of X, Y, Z. If you don't change, you will not get your, your money for watching movies or doing shopping or whatever that they use money for. Mm. And lastly, just before I, I let you go, let's just wrap it up. Where then we're talking about co-parenting and balancing the co-parenting. What if you are in a situation where the one parent actually uses the child as a weapon? Mm. How do how do you then break? Uh, how do you navigate around that particular problem? Unfortunately, um, you know, when one party is is at war with you, um, you have to wait for the day they throw their weapons down and say, I want peace. There's no actually a, a blanket approach to, to this thing to say, when they use the child, you know, to, to fight you and, and whatever, this is what you must do. Unfortunately, there's no blanket approach to that. And like I said in the beginning, this conversation is for us to become open-minded. There is no legalistic approach to this thing. And the proverb that I gave in the beginning was, when two elephants fight, it is the grass that suffers the most. So if you use your child to, to get to your ex and then you want to fight against your ex using your child, in return, what happens is it's going to be your child who suffers the most. And unfortunately, in most instances, when the grass suffers the most, two elephants in the picture they don't see. Later on, you start to realize that what I was doing badly affected my child. Yeah. Well, Clement Chauke, life coach, thank you so much for joining us. See,
Wake up and live.